You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ogi Ogui, the lead pastor of Circle Church International. He envisions all men living Christ-centered lives. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go into the Word. Two weeks ago, um, while um, during the midweek service, some of you attended, some of you did not. If you don't attend midweek service in Circle Church, your membership is still on pencil. Your name is still written in pencil. They did that thing to you when you entered university, that you entered the school before your matriculation, they'll tell you your name is still in pencil. But then after the matriculation, it's written in ink now. Yeah, your name is still in pencil if you don't attend midweek services. You see, because midweek services are designed to grow you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, so... Two weeks ago during the midweek service, the Lord gave us a word about the new year. And in the month of December, we've been preparing for the new year. You see, because what man is going to want to build a house and he will not first count the cost? So you must count the cost. Is that true? You must know what it takes to have a great year. A lot of people, a lot of people think that with the resetting of the calendar will come a resetting of their lives. But it's not true. There's nothing about the rotation of the earth around the sun. That makes your life new. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There's nothing about the sun rising in the morning that gives you the ability to be different. If your year is going to be better, you have to make it better. If you're going to see a better 2021, you've got to plan from now. You've got to count the cost. And that's why in the month of December, we've been preparing for the year. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And we've done all forms of preparation. This Wednesday, we're going to do prophetic preparation. We're going to speak prophecies. Speak words of prophecies. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. Paul speaking. said, follow after spiritual gifts, but I'd rather that you prophesy. So prophecy is what every believer should do. Prophecy is how you guide your life as a believer. Do you see that? Prophecy is not just when somebody stands before you and says, thus saith the Lord. Did you know that when you proclaim scripture over your life, you prophesy? Did you know that? When you proclaim scripture over your life, you're prophesying. When you proclaim the things that God has said over you to you, you're prophesying. So, for example, I spoke to her and I told her that the Lord would give her peace. Well, when I've said that thing to her, the devil is not just going to fold his hands and say, oh, I wish I stopped that word before it came out. No, he's going to fight against it. Just like he fought against the prophecies of Jesus, the prophecies that led to the birth of Jesus, he fought against it. The wise men came to Herod and said, we heard that there was a son, a Messiah that was going to be born in the east. Herod said, go and look for him and come back and tell me where he is. Why? So that I'm going to pay my... No, he wanted to kill the guy. Was Herod acting on his own accord? No, the devil was manipulating him. So when prophecies come, the devil fights against them. But what do you do? You war with those prophecies. Pastor David quoted that scripture this morning, First Timothy, right? You war with prophecies. So when prophecies have been given, what do you do? You pray with them. Amen. That's why you have to write them down. That's why you record them. Don't just cry and stop. You know, some people, when the word is given over your life, you cry. And that's okay. You know, because many times when the word is given like that, it tells you that God cares about you. It tells you that God can see you. He can see you, brother. He sees you everywhere. But don't just stop there. Record it. Because after crying, you're going to go home and pray. You understand? You will say, Lord, you said this. I will see it. And even when the circumstances and situations look contrary to what God has said, you stand on it. Amen. So we'll be preparing next week prophetically. Um, for the year. But today, I want to talk about something. Because two weeks ago, speaking prophetically, the Lord told us that we 
The year 2021 might be a challenging year for many, for most. But for you, it won't be because of supernatural success. But supernatural success is cheap. Many people just don't know it. Hallelujah. And that's what I want to talk about today. You see, I think that one of the biggest successes of the devil in the 21st century is the thought pattern that tells the believer that every victory you have must be won by fighting. If, you, if every victory you experience as a believer came because you fought, then your victories are small. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you listening to what I'm saying? The Bible calls the believer, he says, you are more than conquerors. The only thing that is more than a conqueror is someone who didn't have to fight to conquer. You understand? So if every victory you record in your life as a believer came by fighting, then your victories are small. And the devil has successfully convinced every believer to live from a logical standpoint and neglect the supernatural. I think his biggest victory is blinding the eyes of the believer to the superiority of the supernatural. Oh, I think so. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Lord Jesus. Are you learning something this morning? All right, Hebrews 11.1. 1. As now, therefore, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of, of things not seen. He says, for by it, elders obtain a good report. Everybody read verse 3 together. One, two, go. He says, through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen are not made of things that are seen. Do you understand this? Why did the writer of Hebrews introduce this teaching chapter with that thought? Before he even started talking about how by faith Abraham did, or by faith Sarah conceived, or by faith, Isaac was born. Or by faith, anything happened. He said, first and foremost, we understand that by faith, the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things that are seen were formed by things which are not seen. He said that because the foundation of faith is the belief in the impossible. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So if you are going to understand that Abraham conceived by faith, Sarah bore a child by faith, you must first of all realize the superiority of the supernatural above the natural. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must first of all see the superiority of the supernatural above the natural. Listen. Not every success the believer experiences must come from hard work. And some of you, that statement, you, it, it, you, you're struggling with it. Because truly, you're a hard-working person. 
And hard work is a principle of success. You should work hard. Amen. If you, if you tuned into Wednesday service, you will know that I'm all about hard work and preparation. But not every success the believer experiences must come from hard work. Listen, it was time to pay taxes. And Jesus did not say, oh, it's time to pay taxes now. How much is in the church account? Hmm. Okay. Maybe at the end of this month, when they pay salary, we pay taxes. Not Jesus didn't talk like that. He said, it's time to pay tax. Okay. Go to the river. Catch the fish. First one you see, catch it. Then take the coin from the mouth of the fish and go and pay tax. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? Say, that's my life. Because it is. Not every success in your life must come from hard work. I'm not saying that no success should come from hard work. You will fail it. <laughs> but not everyone must come from hard work. And you must be intelligent enough. Listen, supernatural things can be banked on. So in this new year, realize that supernatural success is going to be the order of your life. And so, what do you do about that? The story is told in Luke chapter 5, from verse 4 to 8. It says, now, when he had left speaking, um, speaking about Jesus Christ, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And look at what Simon's answer was. He said, and Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Many of you answer like that. Jesus Christ will tell you, oh, in the new year, I want you to buy a car. You look at, do you know the first thing you do? You start calculating. How much do I earn now? Which car do I want to buy? Hmm. Okay. Then you will now say, ah, I will have faith to. It's typical. That's what Simon did. Jesus told him, launch into the deep for a catch. And Simon said, we've told all night. We like to present our failures before God. We like to present the limitations before God. And many times, we limit ourselves by those limitations. Listen, I heard a head man of God say this two years ago. It changed the way I think. When God promised you provision, he didn't promise you money. He promised you provision. Do you understand? So if God told you he would pay your school fees, he didn't say he would put the money in your father's account. He said he would pay it. The problem is many people want to dictate how the supernatural will happen. And so you don't see that the little that God has put in your hand, that little word of prophecy is enough to change your life. Moses stood before the Red Sea and said, what do we do? And God said, what is in your hand? In our day, when we stand before the Red Sea, the first thing you think about is we need civil engineers. We will start from here. We will construct a bridge. It will land over there. What do we need to construct a bridge? We need money. We need to raise money. How do we raise money? Go fund me. Let's do go fund me to construct. And that's how you start thinking. And Pharaoh is behind you, chasing hard after you, and you're thinking of how to construct a bridge. God says, what is in your hand? Raise your staff. Split that sea and walk through it. 
some of you, you're thinking to yourself, oh, it sounds nice. But listen, Peter learned. The first encounter Peter, Jesus, Jesus told him, launch into the deep. Put your net. Peter said, we've been toiling all night. But well, you know there's a way we treat God. When God says, do it, you're like, I've tried, but it's not what but should be such I don't do it. And we say we had faith. You think, that's not faith. That's, let it not be like I did not do. I'm doing it. That's exactly what Peter, he said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will just, I cast the net. Again, let's prove to him that we've been toiling all night. But Peter learned. Because another time, they were on the water, same water. And Peter saw somebody walking from afar. And they were afraid. And then Jesus said, don't be afraid, it is me. Peter remembered, this guy told me to cast my net. I cast the net, and we could not carry the fish. He said, if it is you, tell me to come. Because Peter learned that within the word of God is the ability and the resources to fulfill it. Listen, Peter could not walk on water a second before Jesus said, come. But the moment Jesus said, come, he put his leg out and stepped on water. Are you listening? The Bible says that so shall it be that not a word will return to me void. It will perform that which was sent for. So the word of God has the ability to perform itself. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. All you need to do is align. Supernatural success. What you are looking for is not AA. You are looking for good health. Listen, I'm telling you something. You can be SS and never have a crisis in your life. Never. I'm telling you the truth. You can be. And not one crisis in your entire life is true. The problem is we don't know how to be successful. God will tell you, I will give you good health. Every day, you are going to the hospital to go and say, hey, has my, my, my SS turned to AA? Has it turned to AA? God didn't promise you AA. AA is just two letters. Do you understand? In some circles, it means alcoholic anonymous. It's two letters. What God promised you is health. What God promised you is life. Listen, what God promised you is provision. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Jesus Christ was going to send his disciples to another city to evangelize. And the Bible tells us that when he sends them, he sends them without purse. That means they didn't carry savings. They didn't have money. There was no provision for them. There was nothing. They they went empty. But when they came back, Jesus asked them, when I sent you out, did you lack anything? And they said no. Hey! Hey! Listen. I'm telling you something. Learn this. You don't need money to have a great faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't need money to have a great Think of the children of Israel. You wake up every morning. You step out of your house. And food is falling from the sky for 40 years. 40 years. That's provision you can depend on. Do you know that they were kids? There were kids that were born in that period. Who thought that that's how food comes? You realize it. Because if you, if 40 years is a long time. I don't think anybody in this room is 40 years old. So you could have been born. And you, you grew up seeing your father and mother every morning. They would carry baskets, go outside, stand, look up. Food is falling from the sky. Then they pack the food and feed you in the house every day. For 40 years, 
inheritance provision you can bank on. The Bible tells us that Elijah was in Bucharest and ravens brought food to him. Ravens. Hey, God. That's provision you can bank on. That's the definition of supernatural success. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's the definition of supernatural success. That's the way your life should be. That, oh, I work hard. I earn a salary. I'm doing my best. But regardless, in the places where I cannot meet up, God will uphold me. Are you getting what I'm saying? God will uphold me. Listen, you better believe it. You better believe it. God did not design for his children to live in every success is recorded because I fought. I fought so hard. The the problem is, a lot of us, we want to look back and say, "Ah, I worked so hard. I earned it. I earned every single... Listen, I would rather be favored. Wouldn't you? I would rather be favored. Praise the Lord. The angel Gabriel appeared to Elizabeth and said to her, according to the time of life, you will have a son. His name will be John. And um, her husband, Zechariah, said, how can these things be? You know, that's, how we, that's what we ask God all the time. How can these things be? Oh, by this time next year, you'll be working for an international company. How can these things be? Seeing as, as I've not even finished school. And by this time next year, I would not have finished school. Who told you you needed to finish school? Who told you? God told you you'll be going to a school abroad. Your parents don't have the money. There's no money anywhere, but God told you. And then you are saying, how can these things? Who told you that your parents need to have money to send you to school? Who told you that God cannot perform it on his own? I know someone, I know someone who is on a scholarship in a university abroad. He's on a scholarship and they pay him. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he's on a scholarship. The school is paying his school fees and they're paying him his salary. So who told you? Listen, at the beginning of this year, I told you, we're sponsored by the Spirit. It's true. It's true. Put out your faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? Put out your faith. Faith is a divine skill. You can grow in it. You can become better at it. Make up your mind. Start counting the little victories. That's the problem. Many of us don't count our victories. You needed to go from point A to point B. There was no transport money. Suddenly a friend called. He said, I'm in your area. And I'm going to this place. Do you mind following me? And they're like, okay, no problem. And, but you don't, you don't see that that was God's provision. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Learn to count your victories. Oh, praise the Lord. Supernatural success is real. It's possible. It's possible. 
Another woman was told, you will conceive and bear a child without a husband. And she said, let it be to me according to thy word. There is a different way to respond, though. So, somebody came and gave you a word of prophecy. Or you were praying and the Lord started to hint at some things in your heart. And you've been wondering, how will this thing happen? Stop wondering. Do you understand? Stop wondering. And say, Lord, be it unto me according to your word. Let what you have said about me, let it be what I will see. Praise the Lord. You can make up your mind that that's the way it will be. And and it will be exactly like that. Praise the Lord. You see, where the devil fights us is in the mind. Because you will start thinking, okay, if God has said, you know, I want to speak prophetically now. There's someone here. You've been looking for an apartment of your own. You've been looking for this apartment since 2020 started. Actually, 2019 November was when you started looking for the apartment of your own. But, listen, please, horn helper. Listen. You've been looking for an apartment of your own since 2019, November. And 2020 started. You said 2020 is the year. I will work hard. I will get this apartment. And then words came about this apartment that God has told you that you will get it. But 2020 went. And then you keep saying, I would have got it even for the way this, you know how people say it. You know how this year has been now. But listen, listen to me. Don't give excuses. Speak to God's word. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Speak to God's word. You will see it happen. I'm telling you the truth. I'm speaking specifically to someone. I'm telling you the truth. Speak to God's word. Don't let the devil tell you that, oh, you know how the year has been and then prices of things have gone up. Listen, it doesn't matter the price of the things in the market. You will have enough. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will have enough. Because, you know, in, in the university, when I first learned this, and this is, this is, many of you don't realize that this is something you need to learn as a Christian and live your life that way. When I first learned this, I entered into a period where I didn't have any money in my account. And it was like a week to when my parents would send my next pocket money. You know what I'm talking about? It's like third week of the month. I didn't have any money. But I told God that this week I won't borrow, but you will feed me. And listen, every day, it happened every day. Somebody would walk up to me and say, I was in the cafeteria, I thought about you, and I brought food for you. Every day. I wouldn't need to say, please, give me food. Every day, they would walk up to me and say, I was in the cafeteria. There was someone, one of them, came to me and said, I saw you in the cafeteria, you asked me to buy food for you. I wasn't there. I was in my hostel. He said, by the time I turned to give you the food, you had gone. So I brought it to the room. He didn't know my room. He asked around. That place, I'm looking for Poco's room. I'm looking for Oge's room. Where's his room? He took it. He said, oh, I saw you in the cafeteria. You asked me to buy food for you. But by the time I turned to give you the food, you had gone. So I brought it for you. First and foremost, if somebody should beg you for food, and then you turn to give, and the person is not, will you? You will just say, ah, that's your loss. Do you want food? Seafood. <laughs> is that not? It's real though. It is. It is. 
You will see supernatural success. You will. You will. Some of you, listen to what I'm about to say. This is a prophetic service, so pay attention. Somebody, you graduated with 2-2. Another person in third class. You just graduated. It's fresh. And you've been wondering to yourself what your life will look like. So you've said, maybe I should rush and go and do a master's degree so that I will pad up the bad result. Listen! You don't need a degree to have a good life. Not everybody that has a good degree has a good life. Is that true? And not everybody that has a good life had a good degree. Are you listening? You don't need... See, do the masters. It's fine. But learn what I'm telling you. Masters, oh, no masters. Degree, no degree. Money, no money. I am never disadvantaged. It will never be said that my disadvantage is I don't have any. One with the Lord is always in the advantage. I'm always ahead. Listen, I'm always in an unfair battle because I always have the upper hand. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm always in an unfair battle because I will always be the stronger one. I will always have the upper hand. Imagine if you were going for the wrestling match and they told you this wrestling match, if you win it, you will win $10 million. So you train your entire You've been training for months. You've been at the gym. You're now bulked up. And then you get there and you see a 10-year-old boy who is just a 10-year-old boy, nothing special. How would you, what, what, what would your previous people, how would you think that was the, just give me the money now. Why do I have to waste my time? That should be the way you should walk through life. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Everybody else might say times are hard, but not for you. The lines are falling in pleasant places unto me. Yeah, I have a goodly heritage. Every day, everywhere, the lines are falling for me in pleasant places. Amen. One setback is not enough to tell you that your life is not good. Are you getting what I'm saying? The storms may be there. Listen, Jesus didn't promise you that there won't be storms. The promise is peace through the storms. The promise is ability to walk on the water through the storms. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So they may be there. There might be challenges at home. Needs left and right. What do you do? Don't act like someone who doesn't know what to do. You go into your prayer room. You say, I'm never disadvantaged. I have the favor of the Lord in this home. I know what to do. The power of the Lord is providing in this family. He's bringing resources. Some of you have parents who have ruled their lives this month. Some of you, you have parents that are pastors who you've seen it happen that your school fees was nowhere to be found. Two weeks later, they paid it and they were not owing anybody any money. Because it's real. Are you listening? It's real. I want to show you something important. Galatians chapter 3. Are you learning something this morning? Galatians chapter 3 verse 5. 
Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you there? Galatians 3, 5. All right. He said, he said, He therefore that ministereth to you by the Spirit and walketh miracles among you. He said, do it he eats by the works of the law. What's the last phrase? Or by the hearing of faith. You see that phrase, the hearing of faith. In the Greek word is akua pistis. And it means the reports of faith. Let me, let me give you an example of what it looks like. It's like this. Um, have you ever been driving down um, on a road? And then as you were driving down, you saw people turning back. You saw people turning back. And so you, you became, you know, apprehensive. What's happening? And so you wind down and you ask the next person, what's happening? And he will tell you, oh, there's traffic in front, serious traffic and it's not moving. Now, what do you do? You turn back, right? That's the report. He gave you a report and you acted on it. So what Paul is saying to the Galatian church is that the supply of the Spirit is based on the reports of faith. When I act, so for example, you go out. I had a friend use this example, I think yesterday. You go out to buy bread. Or you go out, you are coming back from work. And your wife or your father calls you and says, when you are coming back, buy sardines because there's bread at home. Now, when you say, oh, it's my father, then you can say there's bread. If you said there's bread, there's bread, right? So what do you do? You buy sardines. Have you seen the bread? Or you still bought the sardines? That's faith. Substantiating hope. I've not seen it, yet I believe. We've not seen it, but we rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory. That's faith. Do you get what I'm saying? So the person that supplied the Spirit, the person that gave you spiritual gifts, as I've laid hands today, all of it was from a deposit of the report of faith. I heard something from the gospel that stirred up that action. How do I know that when I speak a word of prophecy, you will see it come to pass? I have the report of faith. Are you getting this? Oh, so that's, you know, makes sense why Paul said, faith therefore comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when I listen to the word of God, I have a report to hold on to. And when I act on that word of God, I've, I've shown faith. Are you getting this? Are you, are you following what I'm saying? He said, does he supply it? He said, by the works of the law or by reports of faith. What did you hear? Amen. And would you be careful enough to stand on what you've heard? Acts chapter 3. Let's wrap up with this, this, this part of the scripture. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. Acts chapter 3 verse 1. It says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. It says, And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask of them that entered, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. So the guy was begging. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple Ask an alms. Next verse. Listen, this verse is very important. This verse, this verse is supernatural success. Look at this. Verse 4. It says, and Peter 
fastening his eyes upon him, with John said, look on us. Then the next thing Peter says is silver or gold have we none, but what we have we give you. He said, then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. Supernatural success. What did Peter have to give the man? In the name of Jesus, rise and walk. Peter had the name. Amen. Well, do you have the same name? So can you do the same thing? Can you see the same results? He said, in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And then the Bible says that the man who was lame from birth, he said he received strength. He said he was leaping and praising the Lord. But listen, now, this is where you see the report of faith come to pass. Oh, thank you, Lord. Look at this. He said, from verse, from, verse 11, from verse 12, it says, And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look so earnestly on us, as though by our own power? Does this remind you of Galatians 3.5? He says, As though by our own power or righteousness or holiness, he said, we had made this man to walk. Verse 13, everybody read. One, two, go. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. 14, but you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the prince of life whom God has raised up from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. Sixteen together, one to go. And his name, through faith in his name. His name, through faith in his name. What was the report that Peter had that caused him to say to that man, rise up and walk, when he said to him, silver or gold have I known. What I have, I give you. What was going on in Peter's head? His name, through faith in his name. He said, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our forefathers, he said he has glorified his son Jesus. That's faith. Insistence on the word of God is faith. So I received a report and I choose to believe it. There might be other reports that contradicts the reports that I have received. But I received a report from the Lord, and guess what? I will stand there. The report from your bank account may say that what God has said will happen will not happen. But guess what? If God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Are you getting what I'm saying? The report from the doctor may say that that supernatural health that you have been believing for is not a possibility. But if God said it, I don't care what the sickness is. Listen, are you listening to what I'm saying? I don't care what they call it. I don't care how incurable it is. I don't care how difficult it looks. I don't care how generational. They say in my family there's a, there's a, there's a history of high blood pressure. Not me! That's not the report I hold on to. Do you understand this? I've heard a different report and I choose to stick. 
this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But you will meditate on it day and night. And you will be careful to observe to do all that is written therein. And then you will make your way prosperous. And you will have good success. What is that word God has spoken to you? What is that thing God said to you for the new year? That word of prophecy that has been delivered to you. What are you going to do with it? Are you just going to sit back and say, you know, I saw a joke going around last year. That same joke went around this year. They said, if I catch that pastor, I said that this year will be my year. I will beat him. Don't you get it? The devil has taught you to normalize his dealings in your life. When the pastor said this year would be your year, you said amen, right? You believed it, right? Well, faith is absolute. It is either there or it's not. So if you don't have faith till you see, then you, you didn't have faith at all. Are you following what I'm saying? If I tell you, come with me, I will take you to your new house. Halfway through the journey, you turn back and say, I'm not going anymore. I don't think you know where I am. Did you ever believe me? You had second doubts. You had second um, thoughts about it. You had doubts. Faith is absolute. Even if it takes three days to take you to your new house, you get there with me. So the Bible tells us, follow those who through faith and patience obtain the promises. So faith must work with patience. Are you getting what I'm saying? Thank you for listening. For more, head over to circlechurchglobal.org or visit any of the church campus addresses on the website. God bless you.